Baylor Sports Station, 1043 The Fan presents Stokely and Zach. All right, our guy Mike Kliss joining us on the Johnson Auto Plaza Hotline. Mike, welcome back to the show. Um, we got news this morning, probably about maybe three, four hours ago, that Vic Fangio is, in fact, heading to uh, South Beach to be the defensive coordinator of the Miami Dolphins. It was wide speculation, obviously, based on what Sean Payton said probably over a month ago now that he wanted Vic as his D.C. So now what? Now I think they want to um, try to keep uh, Ejero Evero as the defensive coordinator. Uh, they're, they're, he's under contract, and there's no doubt that Greg Penner and George Payton want to keep Ejero Evero. They saw up close and firsthand the job he did. They were uh, going into the Chiefs game, which was game 13. The Denver defense was number three in total defense and number two in scoring defense, uh, I think a tick off from uh, number one. I think it was 16.9 for San Francisco and 17 uh, for the Broncos. Now they, um, I don't know if I, it's right to say collapsed the last five years, but they definitely dove from there. That 51-pointer against the Rams certainly uh, skewed the overall stats, but they do count. But um, they want to keep uh, Ezra Evero, no doubt about it, Um this year, I don't know where Sean Payton stands on Evero. I would think he, would, uh, from what I understood during the interview process, uh, he had heard uh, Sean Payton had heard good things about Evero, and uh, he was hoping to uh, talk to him. Evero, you know, drew interest from so many other teams. You know, he interviewed for uh, besides here four other head coaching interviews. Uh, had you know was was up for four other head coaching jobs. Sometimes they do that uh, if they want him to uh, become the defensive coordinator if he's not the head coach. So we'll see. Uh, you know, uh, the word around the industry is that uh, Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota is keeping that uh, D.C. job open there for Evero in case uh, he gets out of the Broncos. Uh, they're going to they're gonna try to shake that out first. But I do think the preference, and, and they do have them under contract, is for uh, Evero to stay here. Mike, uh, Sean Payton, contract not done. Um, I'm not I'm confused by why it's not done. Uh, you had a lot of time to get it done um, while you were trying to figure out the draft pick compensation and all this other stuff. What are we looking at? Five years, $100 million? Like, where, where are we at with the number-wise uh, with the Sean Payton contract, and when do you think it gets done, like done, done? Yeah, that the, the, the five and a hundred was out there, like, the whole process. Uh, for Sean Payton. I think the Broncos are hoping to come in a little less than that on the uh, dollar per year. But it, but from what I understand, it's close to being done. It's a formality. It's procedural. Uh, you know, you got to uh, uh, cross the T's and dot the I's and, and get it approved by the, uh, by the NFL, those kind of things. I think it, uh, I think an announcement, uh, I'd be surprised if an announcement isn't made by, the end of the week, uh, which is we're almost there, right? So by tomorrow, maybe I'd be okay. surprised if there's not an announcement on it. There's there's no hangups uh, on this deal. 
Mike, I, I know we talked about defensive coordinator and offensive co- coordinator matters um, a little bit less, or maybe a lot a bit less, depending on who you ask, because Sean Payton is the is the mind behind right. the offense. Um, do we know about who the OC will be, and do you anticipate Sean Payton calling the plays? Sean Payton will call the plays, let's hope. Uh, he's pretty good at it. And he's, uh, you know, besides being the head coach and, and the, the records and the playoff appearances he had as a head coach, his offense was ranked uh, number one in total offense six times out of his 15 seasons. And 13 of the 15, he was the top nine. Now, uh, you know, I, I think some other people would say, now, wait a minute, the, the two exceptions were his last two years there. The last year of Drew Brees, and then the last year with uh, Jameis Winston, who got hurt, and Taysom Hill. Uh, so um, we'll see what he can do with Russell Wilson. But he is a very and, – and I think in points he was way up there. I think he was uh, led the league in points uh, three years out, out of it and was, uh, was top ten, top four. I can't remember the stat, but uh, ten of those years. So – He's as good as it gets. I don't know if he's Andy Reid, but um, he, he's right there. Yeah. He's right there as a play caller. So uh, Joe Lombardi, who was the offensive coordinator with the Chargers, he was a quarterback's coach uh, off and on for several years uh, with Sean Payton in uh, in New Orleans. Uh, the industry is basically saying look for Lombardi to join the staff, whether it's as OC or quarterback's coach. You know, it's still uh, – still has to be determined a lot of these things are kind of look i got to get my deal done first as soon as it's done you know uh sure you know you, you know you're coming in we just that we got to shake it all out here first but joe lombardi is probably the first name uh to look for and then um you know bob a guy named uh, dan rousher was his uh offensive line coach slash tight ends coach uh many years with the saints he's another guy that uh could be, you know, could be possibly coming in. Mike, who's going to have final say over everything here when it comes to the football operations? Sean Payton or George Payton? You know, that's a good question. Simultaneously, they're reporting to Greg Penner. Um, I, you know, they, I I think the answer you're going to get is they're going to work together. And, but um, someone has to have that final say of those two. Um, I mean, like Zach and I were talking earlier, Mike, and I don't think Sean Payton comes here if he doesn't get that assurance that he's going to have the final say over the roster, final say over, um, you know, whatever he wants. You know, if it comes down to it, he gets the final say, but I, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. What do you think? That's that's my assumption okay. also, but that's just an assumption. Sure. I, I have not been told one way or the other who has the final say. All I've been told is, uh, you know, of course, the team is gonna <laughs> gonna gonna put it this way. But all I've been told to date is that it's collaborative, and uh, George Payton and, and Sean Payton are going to work together. So, and okay. really, I think that's going to be how it is. You know. Uh, when George Payton was the GM, he he deferred a lot to. Uh, I mean, he worked with the head coaches. He deferred to Nathaniel Hackett, believe it or not. Now Payton had final say, and he had final say over Vic Fangio. But Vic Fangio had a lot of say. Um, for instance, uh, you know when it was the decision on going into that draft on Justin Fields and uh, 
and Pat Sertan, uh, you know, I think uh, Fangio as the defensive guy wanted Sertan. And I don't know if George, you know, I don't think George, I think George agreed with him. But, um, you know, Fangio didn't want to, and for with his uh, going into his third year and knowing his job was on the line, if you remember, Vic had the hottest seat going into that uh, uh, 2020 season or 2021 season. Yep. He wasn't ready to start over with a rookie quarterback. So um, they on those type of big major decisions, I mean, they do work together. And I think it'll be that way this time, although, you know, they got a feeling out per, uh, process. From what I understood, guys, George Payton and, and Sean Payton got to know each other uh, quite well the last couple of weeks. We'll see how it all goes, but uh, there they there is a comfort level that uh, uh, you know uh, gradually improved, and um, you know they did become comfortable with each other as this process went along the last couple of weeks before Sean Payton got the job. Mike, what's going on on the on the golf course right now with Beach? Where we at? the the Broncos? Greg Penner is hot. He's six under. <laughs> six under. Six under. <laughs> He's six under with uh, Chad uh, uh, Ramey, I think is his name. I had never heard of him until today, and I follow golf. Um, but uh, he's six under, tied for second, one off the lead through eight holes. And uh, now I think with the amateurs and the uh, pro, which, uh, it's best ball type of thing. So um, yes. my guess is Ramey is carrying uh, Greg Penner. I don't know that. From what I understand, uh, Greg Penner is uh, right there at, uh, you know, about a 9-10 handicap. So he's a good golfer. Uh, Condoleezza Rice um, and uh, uh, Brandon Wu, they're three under through 10 holes. And Josh Cronkey and his partner, Davis Riley, also three under. And uh, they're tied for 25th. So they're all representing the Broncos well at Pebble Beach. Is that why we're waiting for this press conference? No, that's a serious question because typically you you, you wouldn't wait till next week. Is, right. this, yeah. is this Mike? I, I you know there you know it does seem like um, you know Pebble Beach was there and it's maybe the opportunity of a lifetime for him. But I uh, from what I've been told, <laughs> what I've been told. Uh, <laughs> What uh, it's told, the Mike? fact that the contract is a damn thing. Uh-huh. They needed time on the contract. That's why uh-huh. the contract didn't get done. I got it. I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, hey, hey. There you go. Hey, there you go. I love it, hey, Mike. Sean Payton's going to work. No, no, you know, what What difference does it make if we Hey, that's, that's, yeah. Sean I'm Payton today or fishing, me golfing every day. Fishing, golfing every day. Oh, my gosh. Class, hey, we appreciate wow. you so much. We got a head coach, and uh, hopefully the uh, – when we, when we talk um, this time oh. next week, um, they're yeah. n- n- not not boar hunting or anything like that, pushing <laughs> back a press or something like that. Hey, uh, <laughs> I think it was, uh, you know, in, in the end, oh, um, even though they had to give up essentially a first-round draft pick, and when you balance it all out, number 24, 25th in a draft, you know, when you, when you factor in that one round they gave up oh, like yeah. next year. But... Um, I mean, it's if it wasn't for all those strings attached, he was clearly the right guy for the Broncos because he's a guy that can work with Russell Wilson. That's right. But it's just a it's just a matter of whether you want to give up that other first round pick after you gave up so much last year. Yep. Uh, all right, Mike. We'll leave it there for now. We'll catch up with you next week. Thanks, Mike. See you guys. Six under.
Six under. Ball. Center is hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, I was there. I was there a few years back. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with PFM, yeah, right? That's right. Yeah, on the bag. Yeah, on the bag, carrying the bag around. Did they make you wear the white jumpsuit? Um, I think I did have a, a, a jumpsuit on. Yeah, yeah. I got to get a picture not, of that. I'm not your normal caddy. I was stopping at the bars. <laughs> okay. I was stopping at the bars along okay. the way. It was. I told him by the end of the round. I said, "Hey, don't hit it." In, in in another bleeping bunker. I'm done raking bunkers. Okay. I mean, my back. It was wet. It was cold. It was. It was. That was tough work. It's tough sledding. Listen to you. Okay. You try it. Uh, I, Skinny old legs, dude. Used to work dude. construction. You're talking about yeah. being on twenty years bag. ago. Being on someone's twenty bag years on ago. Yeah. Beach. I used to mow <laughs> grass too. Okay. I used to have a lawn service too. That was a long time ago. <laughs> talking about twenty. I used to work construction. Okay. You ain't working construction these days. No, I'm not. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll circle back to. Is this actually kind of holding up the pressure? Seriously. Uh, yeah. Okay. And also, there is a rumor about someone that could be joining Sean Payton's staff. That we're gonna, it's dead on arrival. All right, non-starter. I'll tell you why next. Greg Penner is hot. You're listening to Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. <laughs> oh my gosh. Waddle, waddle. <laughs> oh, my God. We love giving Mike Cliss a hard time, don't Oh, Clissy. He's oh, the best. He gosh. is the best. He's a good sport with it. He is. Greg Penner is hot. <laughs> but seriously, and I'm not I'm not kidding around, all right? Yeah. Uh, Greg Penner is at this Pro-Am golf uh, a tournament in tournament. Uh, uh, at Be- uh, Pebble Beach. Tournament. Um. You should have seen the looks that Stokely just got in the commercial break when he asked a producer, Kevin, producer, <laughs> Drew, and Richie Carney. Uh, and you. And me. You boys ever play Pebble? <laughs> um, I didn't know. I knew you didn't. I knew Chicken Fingers didn't. And I knew Richie probably. Well, Richie, Richie, Richie's got, you know, he, 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 that's a possibility. You know, but I don't know Drew that well. Yep. You know, Drew might have... Um, Played it so. Why know? do you assume I didn't play it? Huh? Why do you assume I didn't That's play it? That's a good question. Else, I, I, I just I, got singled out right I, there. Your profile, I, Kissner. I'm like, I'm like Cliss right now. I'm gonna start stuttering <laughs> yeah, a lot. Yeah. Well, well, I you know, know, you know, what I've been told. Uh, yeah. Want nope. me to, you want me to delete that? But, <laughs> yeah, but delete it. My, my my question is: Is that actually why the? Because this is unusual that the press conference would be you know a whole week after the coaching. Um, announcement has been made, and you could say, well, he doesn't have his coordinators. That's never mattered in the past. Uh, who cares about I, the coordinators? I remember Vic right. Fangio up there, hey, are you hiring Gary Kubiak as your right. offensive coordinator? And he's like, not sure yet. Yep. We'll see. Because that was the reports. That was the reports. Until it wasn't. Until, Until it he wasn't. shot it down. Like, nah, not yet. That's, we'll, if it was just Gary, maybe he could have gone there. But there was some strings attached, apparently, so we've heard over the years. Um, Gary's crew. Gary's crew. That's right. Um I'm trying to remember who that crew was. Uh, yeah, it but whatever, whatever. Um, anyway, is this why that we're not having a, a Sean Payton press conference? Because that the, the ownership group or Greg Penner specifically is out there. Um, Condoleezza Rice, Condoleezza she'll Rice. probably be here yep. for this uh, mm-hmm. because she was a big part of the interview process. She's yes. also planned. She's also there. Um, I don't know. You know what? I really don't care. Seriously, sure. It's like we're going to laugh and joke about yeah, it uh, yeah. because it's fun and it's funny. And even if it is. 
Who cares? Like, it's just a press conference. We'll have it on Monday yep. instead of Friday uh, or Thursday. Like, it, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. What matters is you got your coach and you got that locked down. You got that finished. Go play golf at Pebble Beach. Yep. Like, well, I'm, not, I'm not going to make a big deal of it. I'll um, I'll pick my battles there. Sure. This is really a non-starter, but it's fun to talk about, you know, and like, yeah. okay, well, they're playing golf. and because the, They're saying the, that, well, they're working on the details of the contract. Well, right. Well, yeah. are they are they just playing golf? Right. And you can just tell us the truth. They're, it, they're, they'll, they'll figure well, it out. That's or, why they haven't finalized the details of the contract, because they want to play the golf first, and then they'll get the contract done and say, well, it wasn't because of golf. It was because of the contract. Perfect. Great. I have no issue with it at all. It's just funny, though, now because, you know, Jeff Duncan put out the report or mm-hmm. said it into a microphone that, you know, the 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 coaching search has taken a little bit of a break because someone's hunting yeah, Robson. Robson Walton's on a hunt. He's on a hunt, right? And so then that blew up, and he's like, he backtracked off of that. Mm-hmm. But now we got golfers. Yes. Um, I, uh, I, it, it doesn't, um, it doesn't bother me at all. I think it's great, whatever. Uh, they're gonna. They, they got a life to live too, and do things and like this. The deal's, this is a, the deal's done. Uh, Sean Payton. Right. It's, it's, right. It's, he's coming here. It's yeah, done. Exactly. It's not like we're still looking for a coach. Yeah. And our two coaching um, searchers are playing golf at Pebble Beach. This is a cool deal. You commit to it a long time in advance. Um, like I said, I had a chance to caddy in it uh, for for Payton, and it was it was a lot of fun. So it's a cool event to play in if you if you're able to play in it. And I did meet Connelisa Rice there. That's where I met. Is her. that right? There. Practice round on a Wednesday. Um, Peyton and I went play Cyprus. Have you ever played Cyprus? Never played Cyprus. Kisner, have you played Cyprus? Of course. Um, um, that's like the second hardest course to get on in the United States behind Augusta. Oh, it's in the U.S.? I thought that was in Egypt. <sighs> no. It's where, in, it's in, where is Cyprus? It's by, like, by Pebble Beach. Gotcha. Right there. They're all right there. Gotcha. Um, so we went play there, and then we went to Pebble Beach. And I was caddying for him while he did a little practice round. And kind of Lisa Rice was out there doing a practice round. And she couldn't have been nicer. And we got pictures. and um, Sweet. Yeah, so that was that was really cool. But that's where I, I uh, met her. And she still continues to play golf. And um, they're out there doing this. So I think it's great. looks like they're having pretty good weather out there. And um, we got our coach. It's all good. We'll wait till Monday if it's a contract, if it's in golfing. I don't care how. I mean, do you think it's a big deal? Or no, you, no, no. Okay. Well, no, some people no, look at I, it and try now, to make something out of it. I would it. like. I would like the press conference this week because I work in media and would just like the press conference and you know whatever. But no, I don't. I don't care. I don't. I no. I don't care. We'll wait till Monday. Um, I said there's a there's a, a sort of some speculation going on about a member of Sean Payton's staff. Yeah. That Mark Schlereth is going to be the next oh, oh. offensive line coach for the Denver Broncos, and let me just let me speak for Mark. That's not happening. There's no way. Mark Why not? Because Why? they can't pay him enough. He's not going to leave the NFL broadcasting booth and this job to go be the O line coach for the Broncos. You don't know that. I let Mark speak for himself. Mark, the, huh? The, no way. No how. They cannot pay Mark enough money to go be the offensive line coach for the Denver Broncos. So you're saying Mark's all about the money? Yes. Wow. All, uh, see, I um, Mark does a great job on TV. And obviously I'm kidding. He loves football. He's got his foot in the game. He doesn't, you know. No, you don't sound like you kid. Don't backtrack it now. Mark makes Mark makes good coin. No, why do you keep going, talking about Mark's money? Like, why do you, how do you, how much money does Mark make then? If you know so well, I, you know his finances. I, I, I mean, like, come on, I could cast you, a decent uh, net. I mean, I mean, so, but you're making it like it's all. What if it's not about the money for Mark? 
What if you got him pegged wrong? I'm sorry, Mark, that my partner's just belittling like you. I don't think it's about the money with Mark. You know, some, sometimes you have an itch and you've made enough money. Mark's been doing this for a long time. I'm sure he's. Can I, can I just tell you, Mark has said on the air in the past year that he's not going to go coach because but of this that. is a different situation. It, it, Zach. it, it, it is. It's different it is, now it is, because it, is, it could all, yeah. be here with Sean Payton, his buddy. I don't know if you know this. But Mark consulted for the Saints. Did you not? <laughs> did he tell you? What? Why are you laughing? Yes. Oh, yes. you did know that. That gets told, mentioned on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Yes. <laughs> Wednesday, Friday. Oh, okay. Um, but, no, I'll say this. Hey, um, look, sometimes you have an itch that you want to scratch. Sure. There's nothing like being involved in football and game planning for a game and having that Sunday feel or the even high school Friday night feel sure, or a sure, Saturday sure, feel sure. to it, you know, money and your status or what you're doing, you know, can't replace that. And sometimes, you you know, when you're away from it for so long and you've been doing what he's been doing, you're just like, you know what, I'll take a break. Mark can take a break for two or three years and go back and still um, have, have, a, have a good job somewhere uh, doing what he's doing now. Of course you're right. I'm, I'm I'm kidding around. And, I, and, and, I don't know. And, and, I, I think and Mark's the best example be, be upset with. You. Well, I actually I would like to hear Mark's response to this, by the way. Um, but you know what the best example of what you just described? Brian Greasy, who was a freaking voice of Monday Night Football for That's a couple right. of years. He went in to be the quarterbacks coach to scratch that itch. So right. I, I, yeah. obviously you're right. I don't know how much money Mark makes, God, but it's well. enough, and he's it's a non-starter. So uh, all right, <laughs> <laughs> clip this and send it to the morning show, Chicken Fingers. Oh my gosh! Wow. All right, Coach Prime has made a whole bunch of noise in the last few months up in Boulder, but what did it actually translate to on one of the most important days in college football? That's next. <laughs> Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Coach Prime has made a whole bunch of noise these last few months. And I mean that in the best way possible. But what did it actually translate on one of the, or what did it translate to on one of college football's most important days of the year? It's actually Inking the recruits who have already committed, and sometimes um, that doesn't go according to plan. But we got our dude Matt Smith joining us. He was in Boulder yesterday. What do our listeners need to know if they know nothing about what transpired in Boulder over the last twenty-four hours? They need to know that Coach Prime landed one of the best classes that CU's seen, and gosh probably over 20 years, maybe if not the best class in 20 years. You're talking about two five-star recruits, two top five recruits as it comes to last cycle and this cycle. It's a completely new world up there. They're recruiting in a different tax bracket, if that makes sense, right? You're bringing in Shador Sanders to play quarterback. You've got two five-star corners who can play both ways, at least Travis can. Dion mentioned that there's some other guys he's also thinking about having play both ways. What you need to take out of yesterday is that it's an entirely new world up in Boulder. Matt, um, Dion also said, hey, this thing isn't over yet. Like, mm-hmm. the party's just kind of starting. Uh, the transfer portal's still alive, and there'll be more probably coming his way, especially after spring, and they these kids see that they're not getting the playing time that they thought. Do you, are you expecting to see, you know, some big names possibly from some big programs come here after spring or during spring football? Yeah, I would not be surprised to see another four or five star even added to this class. They just received a transfer commit, I believe, yesterday verbally. They haven't had the official paperwork signed yet, but Alabama linebacker Des Moines Kennedy 
who is was a very, very highly rated recruit coming out of high school. He was a special teams guy at Alabama, but he is going to come to Boulder. So you can add another four-star onto that transfer list. And that's really important because the defensive coordinator is going to be Charles Kelly. And Charles Kelly was down at Alabama as, you know, number one recruiter in the country, D.C. down there. He knows what Kennedy can do. So you got to figure he likes what he brings to the table. I wouldn't be surprised, Stoke. He seemed pretty sincere about the fact that, they're they're constantly looking. I think today he even tweeted out, I need more Florida boys. Where are my Florida boys at? I ain't hard to find. Love it. Matt Smith uh, hanging out with us. He was in Boulder yesterday, follows that program very closely, uh, and we're reacting to signing day. Um, we got news here in the last 24 hours, and, and I didn't quite realize it earlier in the show because I speculated. I said, hey, is, is CU's spring game going to be on national television? And it is. That is where we are at. How many people do you think will be up at Folsom Field for the, I can't believe I'm asking this question, for the spring game? It's nuts because I've been to, gosh, I've been to, if not every single one of them, but a lot of them over the last 15 years. And it's always sparsely attended for a spring game. That's kind of because Darrell and McIntyre used to kind of run gadget spring games. There weren't actual, like, full-on spring games going on. I'd like to see Coach Prime do that. There was a lot more individual drills with, with some of the coaches that have come in the past. I'd like to see Coach Prime actually put on a, a big boy spring game. And if it's going to be on national television, then I imagine that they're going to do that. Um, yeah, I, I'm guessing at least over 30. You'd have to think over 30 and maybe even upwards of that. But that's a huge number for a spring game. No, oh, it really is, especially for a program that was one of the worst in the country yeah. well, uh, one a year ago. Matt, if what? it's 30 guys, I'd be surprised, yeah. honestly. I, I would. That's a lot of people. There's a lot of buzz, though. There's a there lot is. of energy. I, I'm, and, I'm, maybe I'm, there, and maybe there is. Right. And maybe it ends up being 30, 40, even maybe even close to 50, which if that's if it's sold out, I mean, that would be insane. Well, that so was we'll the question that, that CU Barstool still put out there. Will the spring game be sold out at Folsom Field? And let me just use myself as an example. I've never been to a spring game. Right. I think I'm going to go. I think yeah. I'll bring my four-year-old. Like, it's on a Saturday afternoon. Why especially if it's good weather. Especially if it's good weather. Why the hell right. not, Matt? You know, so... After, well, April 22nd, I think the only weird thing is that kind of lands around finals for some of the kids up there. So I don't know if that would play a factor into it or if it will this year. So something to keep an eye on. What, what are your expectations now, you know, a few months after oh. Deion Sanders got the job and we're seeing some of these recruits come in? What Have your expectations moved at all from right after Deion got the job? Where are you at with CU in this program heading into next year? I am in the position where I'm going to set realistic expectations for this year. I feel this year is all about building a foundation for the future. So while some others out there can say bowl game or bust, I think that's probably internally the mindset. But in my opinion, I think if you land around four or five, six games this year, you had a solid season. Anything more is a bonus and anything less is probably a disappointment because you're really the whole thing is about setting up next year. It, it, it truthfully is. I mean, they have a lot of talent incoming, no doubt about it. But next year, all these kids that they're bringing in, except for some of these grad transfers, will still be around. And they're going to add tons more talent as they just had the most unbelievable underclassmen weekend that they've had recruiting wise in years years and years and years so for me it's about four to six wins and let's just say a bowl game would be a very solid season up there Matt what was it like uh, before we let you go what was it like actually being up there yesterday and it has it has it sunken in yet that this is actually a thing um, and what was the vibe on on coach Prime's first uh, signing day 
the vibe definitely wasn't what it was at the press rally. I also think Dion has been a little bit worn down. I mean, you're talking about a guy who was coaching in the Celebration Bowl six weeks ago, and ever since it's been a full court press and recruiting. So I think he was tired. He had just gotten in from Texas. It was he didn't really want to go through the whole class, and you know he he was kind of honest with us, saying, "Look, I don't know these kids' names yet. I mean, I've got the names on the shirts just so I can know their names." And then he told us not to tell him our names. <laughs> so I think Dion is just I think he's just kind of hit a limit right now. Just kind of hit a wall needs a little bit of a reset which they're gonna get spring ball doesn't start until march 19th so i think there's been tons of progress made and it was exciting i mean has it sunk in yet not quite it's not gonna sink in until they until they open it against nebraska even that tcu game you'll be watching from afar thinking oh okay this is super cool i'm excited but once you get in the building when lincoln comes to town that's gonna be a whole bunch of fun no i can't wait matt smith great stuff and uh, we'll catch up with you down the line Thanks, Matt. Sounds good, fellas. All right, there goes uh, Matt Smith, who was up there yesterday. Good, uh, unique insight. I, I think CU's win total is going to open up at about four and a half. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, four and a half. I think uh, five and a half is just a little too right. bullish for a brand new operation. Yeah, agree, agree. Uh, yeah, I like that four and a half number. I think you're probably spot on. Take the over, cheer yeah. like crazy. Yep. Why not? Yep. Okay. Um, rolling along here uh, on a Thursday, walking you right up to the drive. We should all be watching very closely what happens next with Ijiro Evero for a couple different reasons. Hang tight. That's next. Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan presents Stokely and Zach. How to get my money back. Someone said it down's a memory. Start early and early. I start late. And late. I need you tomorrow. Oh, I'm here. I know you'll be here. Yeah. Oh, you need me. Physically be here. You need me invested. (laughs) I'll be invested. I'll be ready to go. Oh, my gosh. Um, Hey, we should all, seriously, Broncos country, collectively be watching very closely what happens next with uh, uh, defensive coordinator Idro Evero because a big-time domino in the form of Vic Fangio fell this morning right before we got on the air, about an hour before we got on the air. Vic Fangio is going to coach the Dolphins. Now, this was um, a topic of conversation because it was Sean Payton himself who said over a month ago, if I take a job, my aim is to have Vic Fangio as a defensive coordinator. That is not happening. Yeah. So he's out of the equation. Um, and if it's not, you know, Ezra Evero is still under contract here. Mm-hmm. So Broncos own his rights. Uh, he can't make a lateral move and go be a defensive coordinator anywhere else unless the Broncos release him from his contract. Right. Now he can go be a head coach when he's still in the running for the Colts and yes. Cardinals, I guess. Yes. Um, Sounds like the Colts are opening up a third round of interviews. Third round. Schefter said this morning they may wait to hire the head coach till after the Super Bowl. Which is just, again, big deal, eh, whatever, as long as you get it right, but right. very unusual. Very unusual. Yes, it, um, 
It, it, it is. It's a long process they're going through there in, in Indianapolis. So we'll see what it looks like. But Arizona's going through a long process, too. It's These things are dragging on. Uh, but I think going back to Evero, I think in the end it's a good thing that Vic is going to Miami. He's not coming here. Um, I look at uh, Evero, and, I, and I'm, I'm hoping that him and Sean Payton vibe and we can just keep him here and build off of what happened last year. He's a good coach. He knows his personnel. He knows this defense. Sean Payton, you handle the offense. You be the head coach. And let this guy continue to work with this defense. They did a really good job last year, and I, I would prefer that than trying to start over with an unknown coach that doesn't seem like Sean Payton has a, a candidate on on the you know highly thought of candidate right, right now. Right, I mean, right. it looked like it might be Vic, and then Vic's gone, so... I just think it it should be. Let's just keep Evero here. He did a really nice job. I mean, what are your? Do you agree with that? Yeah, I, I do. It would it would kind of feel like Stoke, considering it's a brand new operation and an overhaul. It would kind of feel like a head start. Kind of feel like a head start. You know, if you're changing everything and it's the same DC, you actually keep some level of continuity within a wholesale change. Kind of feel would feel like a, a you know a footnote victory, um, but also. Evero for me, like this past year was a disaster, just just a disaster. And there was so much noise and calamity and it started week one. It never stopped. And Evero, man, was just so poised through every step of the way. So while I had no problem with moving on from Evero, if it was like a really established veteran defensive coordinator like a Vic Fangio, um, now that that's out of the mix, Evero is probably your best option. Yeah. Probably your best option. He, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Um, and... There's, there, there, there will be some consistency here for once. It's like so much change. Let's have a little bit of consistency, especially on one side of the football we were, we were good at, and and we'll see, we'll see what it looks like. What I mean, what, what are your expectations? We come in on 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 Monday and the Sean Payton press conference or whatever. What are your yep. expectations? Or Tuesday? Do you think it will be Evero, or do you think it, will, it might be it will be somebody else guessing right now? Uh, I, I think it'll be Evero because I don't think he's going to land in a head coaching position in Arizona or Indianapolis. But I'll tell you this: I'll take it a step further. It almost feels like, and and I hope I'm not putting my foot in my mouth because I don't know who the next DC would be if it's not Evero. But in in some ways, kind of feel like it's a win win. Because he can't take a lateral job. The Broncos, he's under contract. So the rumor is like Kevin O'Connell wants him in Minnesota. Unless Sean Payton wants to go in a different direction, like you're under contract. You're not going to, you can't move laterally. So unless, and if he does take a head coaching job, which I don't think is going to work out, but let's just say it does. And it certainly could. The Broncos are going to get two third round picks in consecutive years uh, in the form of compensatory picks because of the new rule that passed in the fall of 2020 where the team owners approved that um, if you develop minority talent and maybe go on to become general managers or head coaches in the league, you're going to get hooked up with two third-round picks. So if Evero's back, you keep the continuity, kind of get a head start despite a new operation, and if he leaves, the Broncos need draft capital to build back up this roster. You're going to get that in consecutive years. If he leaves to be a head if coach. If he leaves to be a head coach. Head coach. And that's the only thing right. that would happen because you're not yeah. making a lateral move unless Sean Payton is like, I don't want this guy. Exactly. That, that's a good point uh, there also. Uh, so, I mean, you see the 49ers right now. They're stacking these picks. They're stacking them. 
I mean, they, they, they have brought in a haul when it comes to that new rule, when it comes to if you are uh, have a minority candidate, move on. They, they have a couple more this year, Zach. Wow. Two of them. Wow. Two of them. Wow. Carthon, Rand Carthon, my former teammate, um, uh, became the general manager for the Titans. Is that D- right? D'Amico Ryans became the head coach of the uh, Houston Texans. That's two right there. They had Robert Sala the year before, or two years ago, whatever that was. So wow, yeah. um, so they've 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 done a good job of um, you know developing and, um, and and having a good football team, and 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 guys have gotten you know big promotions. So it's been good for the 49ers. and I think just to start with though, Idro Evero is a really good coach, sure, and he's done a really good job here. And unless you have somebody that you absolutely love, if you're Sean Payton, you're keeping Evero. Apparently, that conversation took place today. Okay, not everyone's out at Pebble Beach. All right? Huh? What? You got, no? you got Greg Penner's out at Pebble Beach. Condi. His, Greg Penner's teammate right now is in the lead at six under. Is that Rammy? Yeah. Now, they have a, um, they have, oh, Eric Church looks like he snap hooked that thing. Um, uh, yep, little low, low, low laser into the gallery there for um, the, it's a team competition, though. So, like, if Greg Penner's a 10 handicap, he'll get strokes, you know. On So, they'll add your score with, you know, best ball, depending on the strokes that you get. So, team-wise, he might not be leading with his team, but his partner's leading right now. So, um, that was like you and I at the match. That's right. That's how we did it. We found a way, didn't we? We did it, champs. And, and there will never be another match. That's going to be it. It's done? Done yeah. so? Yeah, it's done. So, you just get the... Like forever. walk away on top, right? We hold on to the trophy forever now. You know, we are the true champions of the golf match. So this is my high jump record at Lincoln right. Elementary. I know it just didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Got it as a sixth grader. Right. Sixth graders moved to the middle school the next year. That's it. My it's name done. just hangs up right. there forever. It's, it's done. It's a wrap. Never be broken. That's where. That's where. Yeah, that's where we're at right now. Uh, I was thinking though, what we could have done this year to spice it up is we have um, we interact with the different shows. I mean, we 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 have captains. And then we pick from the different shows. Oh, man. So it'd be like me and D Mac, and then it's like you and Mark, or you and Mike Evans, That'd be and, fun. and and so you kind of switch it up a little bit, uh, a little make it a little bit different. Um, but that would have been one way to do it. I don't hate that. That's yeah. a great idea, actually. And just play best ball. Yeah, or play a scramble. Whatever. Just play a yeah, scramble okay. like we like we normally do. That'd just have fun. have fun with it, and and that way it's like. You know, I mean, when 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 you were out there, D Mac, I mean, y'all didn't have a chance. No, um, there was always so so that way did not have a chance. It'd be a little bit different and and kind of I don't hate it. A little, little smack talking between the shows. What do you, what do you make of the just real quick? Uh, what do you think Greg Penner's handicap is? It's it's right around a nine or ten. I you think. think a nine or a ten that I, good? I, huh? I think that's what Cliss said. Yeah, I think he Cliss shared said. Yeah. He's, he's breaking eighty on the regular, huh? No, that doesn't mean nine break, or ten. No, no, that's that's, you're, you're that's low eighties. You're sniffing it. Yeah, but that's low eighties. You're not breaking it on the regular. Uh, you got to be um, pretty good golfer to to be a nine or a ten, though. Well, I'm a ten. Um, oh, you're a really good golfer. Uh, no, I, I no, I don't know about that. You know what people that do that that, <laughs> that are really good golfers, Zach and, and Stoke? You know what they do? What? What do uh, they do? Uh, they play golf. They play golf. That's right. Yeah, you know you know who plays golf. Who? Uh, people that got some time on their hands. People that can uh, make that dedicated, uh, you know, people that can uh, afford that time. Yeah. Well, mm. I mean, you got to well, have your priorities, right? What do, you, what, do you, what do you make of the whole big deal, little deal, no deal to you that he's playing golf this weekend? And that might be why Listen, there's no field day. Let's take the day off for Thanksgiving. Let's sure we make that deal done with the Saints. 
Make sure we get that done before the practice round on Wednesday. Let's just make sure. Maybe. I don't got know. Done. I guess I guess we got it done. I guess, you know, it wasn't a bad deal giving up a first rounder. Gotta make it gotta make it get it done, right? They got it done. Gotta, think, hey, 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 let's the, let's let's make sure the ink's not drying because we're playing golf. Let's we can we can wait till Monday on that. Hey, we've been waiting till Monday for seven years. So that's a here. big deal to you. I'm not asking. Is it a big deal? You know to what you? Have been impressive? You know what have been impressive is not being invited to play. A lot of billionaires play in this thing. Okay, you know what have been impressive to not play in it to show that you've got some priorities to show that you're willing to give something that you've probably looked forward to in a plan for a long time to disappoint Rami and you can stick another billionaire with him. Do you think replacing Greg Penner at the last minute would have been a big deal in that foursome? Well, let me, let, let me give you pushback on uh, two the things. The answer being no. Hold on, let me give you pushback on two things. One, this is KKFN, KKFN, HD1, Long Mont Denver. Two, oh. two, it's Bravo. not. That's, Bravo. That's good. What if you can do, well done. What, if, well, well done. what if they live in a world where, and I'm just being devil's advocate, that you can do both, that there's actually no tangible downside of just waiting till ah. Monday to do the press. Because, Zach, we've been waiting seven years. We've been, we've been putting things off. This is like a diet. Yeah, but should they so pay this the is price? Like a diet. Like, they should pay the price for that. I'm going to start. Oh, sh- why would they? What sacrifice? You know what Nathaniel Hackett said about the cheese fry rate? <laughs> I wasn't you, here. You, but I wasn't here for that. This is different. I think this is like Zach said. Um, Stoke, is it a hobby or do you take this stuff seriously? I, well, they, I mean, they're paying what this guy about twenty million a year, and they gave up a first round pick. Any think, rich guy, any rich guy can throw money at something. I, when you start showing some personal sacrifice, I'll believe it means yeah, something. So yeah, that means no. Hold so, on a so second. Sacrifice is just not playing golf. That's like, right. You, you don't, he can't ever play golf again. No, no, no. You know, when he, can, you, know, you. you know when he can play in this event next year? Oh, the year after. The year after that, do you think this is the first year he's played in this event? Now, I don't know it isn't, I don't know. but he's been a billionaire for a long time. So my guess is that Greg Penner's probably been through. And by the way, out at Pebble Beach, it's a public course. You know who can play it? Everyone. Everyone. You know when he could play it this next week, the week after, the week but after that. tournament. That you That's can't play right. with a pro. Oh, no, you want to hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm just, I, I want to give you pushback here, even though I understand where you're coming from. I do. Yeah. The only reason Sean Payton is here is the guy that you're criticizing. The only reason. There's not many likable things about this job other than the money that they threw at it mm-hmm. and the investment. There's a reason Sean Payton's not coaching the Cardinals, coaching the Broncos, and it's not because of the legacy, not because TD ran for 2,000 yards. He's here because they're paying him between 17 and 20, and if that's the reason, I just... Zach, I, I'm choosing not to be as critical of him because he is literally the central reason why Sean Payton's here. Throwing money at stuff when you're rich is welcome to Wrexham. That's what Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds did, and that's why a soccer club that's in a fifth division is now worldwide known. That's not a big deal. Sacrificing your own personal things, things that mean something to you personally, that means something. Well, what does he have to sacrifice for, though? Everything is done. Is it like, done? So there's no, oh, yes. when was the contract announced? Well, the when contract was, what, will get done here. When was the trade soon? announced? When was the trade announced? I yeah. don't know. It, oh, it hasn't been. Okay. And the but contract's it's done. not done. It's done. It's, it's all going to be done, gu- though. It's going to be done. It's not so what, done. So what's the difference between it being like the ink dried today or the ink dried tomorrow? It's not It's not a big the deal. Symbolism. The contract's going to be done. He's going to get paid, and there's going to be a press conference. So I don't I don't like The I symbolism to a guy thing. who drives a truck for a living, whose family's had Broncos tickets for 50 years, who has suffered and gone to these lousy games. 
year after year after year, the guy who had to suffer through hearing about field day and, you know, whatever was happening the night before thank, uh, Christmas, by the way. I heard some rumors about that night with that coaching staff. That guy who's driving a truck right now, that's the Broncos fan. He shouldn't fan. care. He shouldn't care if, 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 the coat, if the owner is out playing golf. The owner's rich. You know who deserves the to play golf? going to do different hey, things than all of us. And hey, you know who deserves to be playing golf and is playing golf in the group right in front of Greg Penner? In the group right in front of Greg Penner. Josh Allen? Josh Kroenke. Oh. Josh Kroenke is playing in the group right in front. Why and am I not there? Why am I over here? <laughs> I, I love, I love, I love Josh this. Allen. I love Josh Allen telling the Pro Bowl, hey, can't be there. Yeah. I'm a little bit banged up, but I'm actually going to Pebble. No problem right. with that. What's, what's I, like, more fun? I, I, yeah. I, you're going to be at the Pro Bowl? All right. Hey, Josh Kroenke, his family owns a Super Bowl defending champion. Arsenal's in first place, by the way, in the English Premier League. His lacrosse team won the lacrosse championship. His hockey team won the Stanley Cup. His basketball team's in first place in the Western Conference, and they're going to cruise tonight. We can get that later. Oh. That's a dude. That's a dude who deserves to be playing golf today. That's that I guy. I think Greg Penner deserves to be playing golf, Zach. He closed the deal. We got ourselves a coach. He almost has closed the deal. It's, it's, it's going to be closed. It's, it's, it's closed. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. done. It's done. Hey, and we're having a very, this sounds like Monday. a very big deal to right. you. No, I mean, no, no, no. You, no, no, you, no, no, you are very fired up. Hey, I get it from you. You guys, I, I hear the message from you guys. It's like, message is we're good. He, well, I don't he, want to nitpick on something that doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. What does it matter? I was going to say, a month from now, no one's going to care. Right. Oh, the press conference wasn't on a Friday. It was on a Monday. Field the, day a big deal or the, not? What? Field day a big deal or not? Um, I, I don't think so, no. Not in the off season. Not one day. Um, not one day. Nah, no. it doesn't really matter. Practicing on, uh, get blown practice off on a Thursday? No, nah, I didn't like that. This That was oh, during, that one that matters. That, yes, because that was during the stinking season. It, 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 it's it's different in the season than it is in the off season to think that you can't have one day to like for camaraderie during the uh, during the off season. I think is um, you know a little bit too much for me. Uh, I didn't like the 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 whole in season. I never liked my schedule change during the season. I didn't care what day it was. Let's just keep this thing rolling. So no, I didn't like the change up of the schedule. The truth is, everything in life is an assortment of little things. Piling up to big things. Nobody really misses big things. Everybody knows big things. Can you do the little things day after big, day after day? A big day? thing is landing Sean freaking Payton as yes. your head coach. Yeah, He just did a massive thing. Greg Penner and I have been saying this for two weeks. Greg Penner's the most desirable thing about the Denver Broncos so are you th- job. Are you, are you a thousand percent sure that deal with the Saints is the best deal they could have got? I, 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 don't, I don't know. Positive? Am I, am I a thousand percent sure that the deal with the Saints is the best deal that they could have got? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not a thousand percent sure. No. Do you think if they could Is give it, that another day or something, something no, else would have happened? No, no, no. I You're don't. A thousand percent sure? Am I? No, I'm not. A, I don't. I, I wasn't in the meeting, so, so I'm not a thousand percent the, the, sure. The, I will tell you this: the practice though, round was on Wednesday. Um, I will tell you this: you don't have to go to the practice round. I don't. Oh, you know, if Greg Penner was there. Well, I missed the practice round. The practice round was no, that, big I mean, time schmoozing. No, that's not when the the rich people fly in on on Thursday and they just go straight to the course. You uh, said you saw Condoleezza Rice at the practice round. I did. I did. <laughs> I did because I'm a poor person, so I was there early. Uh, <laughs> Were you not with a rich person at the practice? <laughs> I was carrying his bag around. Um, no, I, I look, I, I think they grinded over that for days. That's why we didn't hear anything. I think it was being grinded over for days. And, you know, you can look at, I don't know, since Saturday or Sunday, like right in there. And they were trying to get this thing done and finalized. Mm-hmm. And that's what took so long. Right. Because that's they what were, Schefter I, said, actually, this morning I, on they, the air. And I think that they were they were they were more than willing 
to walk from this whole thing. They weren't going to give up a boatload of stuff. And I think it took a lot of negotiations to get it to where it was until they finally said, you know what, if we don't do this, this could be a win-win. If we don't do this and land Sean Payton, like we have nobody else here. So we got to make it work. And I think it was a fair deal, fair deal from both sides. And um, they ended up getting it done. That's all that matters. I'm having fun batting this around a little bit. But do I think it's the biggest deal in the world? No. I just think it's a missed opportunity because I think it would look pretty damn cool if it came out that he skipped that to be here in the office until the ink got dry because it really does mean something to him. And while it would be cool to actually play in it, it'd be cooler, in my opinion, to actually skip it in terms of what it would mean to what 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 it means to Broncos fans. I respect, I, I respect I, I, what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, in, in, my, in my opinion, Greg Penner is the most redeemable quality about the Denver Broncos right now. He's the only reason, and this new ownership group, that you're able to land Sean Payton. I don't want to crush him because the press conference isn't today and not You're Monday. right. You're right. That's the only reason why we have uh, Sean Payton. Why would you? T- why? We, we wouldn't have Sean no, Payton any other reason, no. any other way, because it's not like the future and we got this nice, bright, young quarterback. It's that you're going to pay him a lot of money, and you know what? You're, and you're committed. He knows you are committed to winning, and you'll do whatever it takes. If Russ isn't good this year, guess what? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, I'm good with paying them all that money, and most teams wouldn't be. No, you know, no. You know what's good about the Penner Group? They, they're showing they're not cheap. So they've got a lot of money, and they're willing to throw it around. So good, because we always thought that was going to be the best thing about them. That would have been disheartening. Yeah. If, if we got the wealthiest owners and there was some sort of information out there, oh, they're actually really cheap. And that happens. They're not willing that to happens. do that. That happens all around the country. It happens. Just because they have it doesn't mean they spend it. So... Hey, hey, hey. Play some golf and have some fun and enjoy California. Come on, because that's how that's how that society you don't miss this, man. Oh, you don't miss this one. This is this is the one right here. Where's Wolfie? Where's Wolfie? Do you really want to know what he's doing? Yeah. I do. Where's Wolfie? You got to stop you wearing did. that hat. Why? You look you look like my four year old used to look with it when we put a hat on him. The thing is, like it doesn't it's it's no flexibility. There's no hat. It's it, like doing, it's all Stoke. We're doing radio. They can't, I know, they but can't what see is that, that thing doing? Like, hey, that, that hat says Puma. Be careful wearing that around Wolfie. He may, he may get the wrong idea. <laughs> Oh, uh, Wolfie's in, uh, he talked about it yesterday. He's in Salt Lake. Um, I, I think, didn't catch that part. I think he's lobbying for Hunter's lobbying. rights uh, yeah. with the uh, political people in Salt Lake. I, I think that's exactly what he's doing. He's lobbying for, uh, I think, Hunter's rights. So he so he's he's Greg Penner in it. He's just taking off to just go do whatever he wants. You down on Wolfie, too, like you are Greg Penner? Life is made up of little moments, fellas. <laughs> yes! Got him like Chris right yeah! now. Uh, yeah, I love it. Lot of little, I'll be at the Nuggets game tonight. But a uh, lot, a lot of little moments uh, add, add up. What, to, do you, what do you think? Um, Nuggets tonight. Warriors, wow, they, Warriors this, are sitting everybody. This is, well, we, have we heard that officially? No, but that was the widely held speculation. Yeah, because not only did they go to overtime, um, they played their, their guys big minutes in mm-hmm. overtime and yep. lost. Yep. And Heaven forbid you play two nights in a row. Well, I my mean, man. You just, like, how do they, uh, I don't know how you would get out of bed you know, if you did that. It's an interesting question tonight because every game matters and they are terrible on the road. The Warriors, 7-19 seven, seven and 19 away from awful. Uh, Oracle. But and, they don't, they don't, they don't bend their philosophies there, right? I mean, when it comes to resting these guys, they know, they look at the big picture, right? I mean, Golden yeah. State, especially with, with Steph and Clay and the injuries that those guys have had. Yep. I would be, I would, Draymond. I would be surprised if they're going with their guys tonight. I'd be, I, I I'd be, be. shocked. And they're coming into altitude. Just as a general yeah. rule, yeah. Yeah. Draymond Green played 39 minutes. Steph played 43. Yeah. Clay played 40. Yeah. Pool over. Th- it's like, mm, they'll put a 1% chance. Like, yeah. 
So Nuggets roll tonight. Be careful, man. Just be careful. It's, it's I don't know. It's I, if, those... if Curry if Curry plays because KJ's whisper in my ear, the Curry actually might play. Okay, is that right, KJ? Okay. Oh wait, wait, wait. Curry's questionable or? Oh, he, he might not play. Right. He, no, he might it. play. Might not play. No, no, play. no. If he's questionable, he's not going to play. But I, but I don't think the Nuggets there. I don't think there's a scenario in which they lose. But it could be close if you don't like. And Greg Popovich used to always say this: You want them to play their dudes. You want them to play their yeah. guys because you need your guys up for it. Michael so, Malone said, and I think he's right about this: These are really important games. These handful of games right before the All Star break, because he did say teams come here and it's one, two, three, Cancun. Teams are looking forward. So you, this is actually kind of a big game for the Nuggets. It's within your conference. It's a game you should win because it's a back to back. Like you don't want to lose this game. So in terms of just a cute, they have 31 games left. You just want to pile those ones that you can win. You just want to pile a log on the fire. That's what tonight's about. And Memphis is coming off a loss last night to Portland. That means the Nuggets are game now game, have a three-game yeah. lead in the Western yeah. stinking how conference. Important, how important this is, is important the, game for the, the, the number one seed? I, I, think it's, I think it's massively important. I do. You, you want to face Golden State in the first round? I don't no. know. I, no, 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 of course you don't. No, no, I don't no. do that. But no. So, well, what if Golden State? You know, they they're in the play-in game, or the, and and they become the 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 technically what the eight seed. Uh, they wouldn't. If they, they won that game. They you, they they wouldn't. They'd have to be the nine or the ten seed going into that right. play-in tournament to be right. the eighth seed. So you just want the Warriors. You want to be one, and you want the Warriors to just be, you know, seven, seven or eight. Yeah, seven or eight, and that's cool. And then, then I mean, I don't know, even know Zach who's who's nine and ten in the Western Conference right now. Who are we talking about? The Clippers, somebody like that. I don't uh, even know. It, it would be uh, Utah, New Orleans, and then Portland right behind them. Yeah, oh, is free falling. They won nine in a row, dude. They can't. They can't. They have two left feet from an injury standpoint right yeah, now. Yeah, but let me tell you, they're a good team. Though. Yeah, they are. No, they, oh, are. They, oh, they are. They have their dudes. That is Zion's hurt. Um, yep. and Ingram's just Ingr- getting he back. Just came back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were damn competitive. They're like a long, athletic. They're like Dude, they've given the Nuggets real problems when they got their guys. Yeah, I'm. I'm not comfortable. I, I, Portland. Oh my God, the Nuggets could beat Portland with their eyes closed nowadays. Yeah. That's a. Uh, that's who you want in that first round. Just cruise through. The, my, the the biggest uh, theme and story of the night is, does Bones Highland's butt cheeks come oh, off that bench? what do you think? And if they don't, and I don't think they will, what do you think? his last game was five minutes this past week against the Pelicans. What do you think? He doesn't play at all. I, he doesn't. He, his last minutes as a wow. nugget was this past does week Does Michael Malone stand behind Bones, kicking his butt through the door? <laughs> is this that where he's standing with Bones man, these days? It's unfortunate, man. He was, uh, we were talking about it earlier, he's a, he was a rare athlete that came into the Denver scene and immediately was endeared uh, to the fan base and he was You guys like, agree Bones got to go though, right? Um uh, yes, no. Doesn't if doesn't you get have the right to. Price, yeah, you, you get cuz right. you can't settle. You mm. can't you can't se- finding a guy who can dribble the way he can and shoot the way he can is a rare commodity. You don't want to j- just move on and be a prisoner of the moment even if there's some friction because what I said to him is he may recenter himself if you don't move him after the break. Man, a lot of work to do there. A lot of. I, I, I think they're going to move him. I, 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 th- I think he's gone. I just do, and I think they need to because to, to, to fix him at this point would take so much attention away from the bigger goal. And I love Bones. I love him. I think he's If I be. could summarize it into a sentence, just a thesis sentence, thesis statement, Bones' arc as a player is not the team's arc and their goals. They just, they're, they're not the same. Off and running, it's the drive on the fin.